Hey, homies, this is Sarah. And this is Ashley. And this is Hometown Homicide. Christmas week. Hope everybody's got their shit together. I don't. I gotta get a couple things, but nothing crazy. We had our girls' night Christmas on Friday. We did. It was super fun. I posted a picture on my Instagram. Yeah. If you're following me over there. Ashley's got Idaho continuation updates, what have you, however you want to call it. And I've just got a little, just a little snippet of a fucked up story that I wanted to share. Wanted to do a little bit of an Idaho update. Now, there's not much to update on, but one of the most important things recording today is five weeks exactly from when the, it's been five weeks now today since the tragedy in Moscow, Idaho happened. One of the main things that the Moscow police want to reinforce is rumors and speculations are affecting the family of the victims friends, and fellow students. In some cases, this has led to harassing and threatening behavior towards potentially involved parties. Anyone engaging in threats or harassment, whether in person, online, or otherwise, needs to understand that they could be subjecting themselves to criminal charges. There have been so many TikTokers and TikToks that I have seen One lady in particular, I will not say her handles because she's got multiple handles. As of right now, her accounts are private. She has gone on TikTok saying that she solved the case. So this TikToker has put out publicly that she has solved the case. She's done. She has zero evidence, but she is based and blamed people that she doesn't know on TikTok. Those videos have been taken down. She has issued an apology saying they had nothing to do with it. And now she's blaming someone else. Some random dude who just happened to like join her live. I don't know if you know anything about TikTok, but you can now go live with other people. Like people can join your live. A lot of times they do it to like battle, get coins, whatnot. So this person like jumps in and she's like, you're the killer. The killer joined my life. And he's like interrogating him. Like, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Where are you from? What do you do? He's like, and he could, you could just feel the awkwardness that he's like answering, but like doesn't know if he should because it's a random stranger on the internet. <laughs> so she has now gone off the rails. She, she's blocked hometown homicide podcast on TikTok on both of her accounts, all because I asked some questions and like, and also said, you're fucking out of control. Like, you need to be stopped. This is misinformation that you are spreading. These are innocent people. Innocent until proven guilty. Sorry, I just went on a ramble there. She <laughs> also said she called the tip lines of the Moscow Police Department and told them her theories, her wild theories. She's like, oh, they're going to protect me now. Bitch. No, they're not. And that, I'm not trying to be a bully or anything. But it is out of control. So she blocked me, whatnot. I have my main account. She's now at private. The family said they are going to be looking at suing her for slander, which it is slander. It's been bizarre. I wasted too much of my life going down, looking at her videos. (laughs) But you cannot do that. 
If you are on any social media platform or in person saying this person is guilty, this person did it, you you can't do that. You cannot do that. Yeah, that's no. It's formulating theories is one thing. And then she's also made wild accusations. Like she knows exactly what happened that night. She has no evidence, guys. She's literally basing this because it happened on the 13th. She then thinks that a serial killer has done this because there are so many unsolved killings on the 13th. Lady, (laughs) people are killed every single day in the United States. Just because there are other months in other years that someone has died on the 13th does not mean it's a serial killer. Calm down. Get some rest. My brain hurts. Like, I had to log off. And anybody who told this lady she was wrong, she blocked. Because I'm like, okay, this is satire. She's just doing this for views. No, she wholeheartedly believed she was correct. So do not do that. The people just do whatever they want and think they don't need to be held accountable for it. Now, this is going to go to another reminder that tips should be provided to the Moscow Homicide Tip Line, which is now being routed to the FBI Tip Line. It's just, this is to, you know, what's going to work best for them to prioritize and distribute valuable tips to investigators. Callers need to use the 208-883-7180 number. If you know something, please do not call with your theories if you have nothing to do with this case. If you did not see something, if you did not hear something that night, don't call in with your wild theories that Buffalo Bill did this. (laughs) No, that's literally, she called the police department and said, I know who did it. It's Buffalo Bill, but we're going to call him Buffalo Jill because he's a cross-dresser. This is actual things that this lady said. (laughs) But if you know something and you were in that area... Please call. So here are the most recent updates. Again, there is no suspect in custody. Does not mean that the police don't have an idea of who did this. They may just need more evidence to have a solid case. We just need to let the police do their job. They have the FBI working with them as well. They do not have to tell us right now who did it. They might know. But again, they may need more evidence. But as of right now... If you've seen my TikTok, because I did provide actual facts from the police department. I mean, I'm reading this from a press release from the Moscow Police Department. These are facts that they are providing us. They are asking the public for additional help in searching for a white 2011 to 2013 Hyundai Elantra. It was in the immediate area of the King Road residence during the early morning of November 13th. They believe that the occupants of this vehicle may have critical information to share regarding this case. That's why they're asking. They're not saying that people in this vehicle did it. That's not what they're saying. Just need to talk to them. Exactly. Now, it did come out that a gas station about a mile-ish away from the house did capture a white vehicle driving past quickly, like driving very fast past the gas station around 3.45 that morning. They do not... No, for sure if it's a Hyundai Elantra, but it is a white vehicle that does match the description. Unfortunately, the like the tape was already recorded over, so they weren't able to hand it over, but yeah. they took a video of it with their cell phone. That vehicle is still, no one's come forward. That's odd. So at this time in the investigation, and this was posted on the 16th, so it was a couple days ago, but nothing new has come forward. At this time, detectives still do not believe that the two surviving roommates were involved. 
They still don't think the man at the drug truck in the video was involved or the private party driver who took Kaylee and Madison home. The male that Kaylee and Madison called numerous times, which I believe was Jack, her ex-boyfriend. They do not believe Jack was involved. Any individual who was at the residence when the 911 call occurred, they do not believe they are involved. Or the individual who was the sixth person on the lease who moved out before the school year started was not present at the time was not present at the time either they they're not involved now they have said people that they have cleared previously mm-hmm. they're still talking with them just because somebody has been cleared it doesn't mean they're not still investigating them remember that mm. so a few rumors that they want to clear up and you can find this document on the Mas- moscow website mm. moscow idaho i'll put it in the link so there has been extensive media interest regarding the incident at taylor avenue and banfield on november 13th i don't know if you've seen that um, body cam footage on the news i don't know if you pay attention Mm-mm. so there was a body cam that was released of under like plain clothes officer Mm. talking to three individuals. This incident was an alcohol offense, which was addressed by the on-scene officer. The call is not related to the murder investigations. Now regarding this, people have seen in the body cam footage, they're talking to the individuals in this alcohol incident, and you can literally see the house behind. You can see the light go off Mm -hmm. and everything. But you can see people walking in the distance, like by the house. Yeah. That's weird. Hmm. So hopefully they're looking into that. I'm sure that they are. They have not changed their belief that the murders were a targeted attack. However, investigators have not concluded if that target was a residence or its occupants. So we're going back to it was targeted. That's been from the beginning. They've changed their their view a few times, but again, they still believe that it was targeted. There have been media questions about a September 12th incident regarding an argument between a group of people walking on the University of Idaho bike path and a cyclist. It was reported that during the confrontation, the cyclist displayed a folding knife. Both parties dispersed and there were no injuries. The cyclist turned himself into the police. The case was investigated and misdemeanor charges were referred to the Moscow City Attorney's Office. There is no connection between the individual involved in this incident and the current murder investigations. There have also been media questions regarding a death on Baker Street in February 2022. The county coroner's office has confirmed the death was due to an overdose. This is not related to the ongoing murder investigation. Again, these are all rumors that are going around, and this is them just trying to clear everything. There have also been reports of a red Mustang on South Deacon Street being processed as part of the murder investigation. This information is not accurate, and the vehicle is not connected to the incident. The identity of the 911 caller has still not been released. I mentioned this in the first one, that there were numerous media inquiries about a 1999 double stabbing in Pullman, Washington. And then also the 2021 double stabbing that resulted in one death in Salem, Oregon. While these cases share similarities with the King Street homicides, there does not appear to be any evidence to support the cases are related. Just like 
if there was a stabbing death that occurred at any time on the 13th of the month does not make it related to this. Detectives are also aware of the report of a skinned dog, but do not believe that there's any evidence to support it is related to the incident. You can contact a lot of county sheriff's office for further details on that. And detectives are also aware of a Moscow police incident of the report of a de of deceased animals left on a resident's property. We've discussed this in the previous episode. This was determined to be wildlife activity and not related to the murders. So a little bit of a rumor control clear up on that. New news for today, December 18th. There's a new video that shows Madison and Kaylee speaking with a man called Adam on the night of the stabbings. New footage has come to light showing Madison and Kaylee walking through downtown Moscow with a man as they discussed an unidentified individual named Adam. This was just hours before, so I'm guessing this is right after the food truck or before the food truck. But there is new footage of them walking and discussing. So the video that was obtained by Fox News does show Kaylee and Madison. And what appears to be that guy at the food truck mm -hmm. that everyone is calling the hoodie guy. I will say the white hoodie. I'm not sure who that is. I, again, this was speculation. That was Jack. Not the ex-boyfriend. There's another Jack. Mm. This guy was already ruled out as a suspect, but doesn't mean that they aren't still looking into suspects and evidence and whatnot. In the video, Kaylee appears that she asks Madison, Maddie, what did you say to Adam? Mm -hmm. A second voice said, like, I told Adam everything. So who's Adam? Yeah. According to Steve, who is Kaylee's dad, he said that investigators were already aware of the footage and that the individual named Adam is not believed to be connected to the killings. Classes at the University of Idaho are now over until after the Christmas holidays. So many of the students have left campus and are headed back to their family homes for the winter break. So this has naturally lowered the pool of potential witnesses and tipsters still left in town. It's just so frustrating because there's so little, and I and I get it, I understand, but there's just so little information to provide to you guys. One thing I did forget to mention, and this is kind of older news, but I believe a couple weeks after the murder, mm. a retired FBI investigator mm -hmm. found a glove outside on the ground next to garbage cans. Hmm. Why was that not found before? I have so many questions, but again, it's not my job to solve this. I am not an investigator. I'm not a detective. I wish I was. Not. That's not my job. I'm letting them do their job. Doesn't mean I don't have questions because this is such a sad, sad case. And I pray that the families get justice or answers soon. Justice and answers, to be mm -hmm. honest. But I, I really hope something comes together for them. It's been on my mind. I think about it a lot. It's, just, it's sad. Mm -hmm. It's just there's not <clears throat> a lot out there. Kaylee's family is going to have a celebration of life for Kaylee and Madison on the 30th. Because they did not have a funeral for Kaylee because they didn't want the... They were afraid the killer would like, show up. Yeah, I'm not sure if they still believe it's more than one person. One thing I will address, I have seen some TikToks saying that the roommates didn't. That there's no way that they didn't hear four people being murdered. I don't know, I can't speak for everybody, but when you're out late at night, most likely having some drinks, I don't know if they did. I cannot speak on that. For me, I know when I'm out, I'm out. 
I'm, I don't hear shit. Mm-hmm. Well, and they, you said before, it's, it was a bit of a party house. So like you're used to loud things and you go going to bed because like, it's not like you call it at 2 a.m. Like, all right, everybody out. And then it's quiet and everybody goes to sleep. Like, that's not how it works. Also, I maybe they had a noise machine, like a, a sound machine, a fan. I have a fan on. You know, they could they could have had something to block out noise. Mm-hmm. We don't know if they screamed. We we don't know that. And if you know the we, victims were asleep, and depending on what the first wound or you know attack was. move was, well, if if it was across the throat and silence them right away, or the the boyfriend girlfriend would have. Well, I guess they're. Boyfriend, girlfriend, run, run, room, and other people were in the room together. They were also on the third floor, so they'd be less likely to be hurt in the first place. Yeah, I, I mean, there's just a lot that, since they can't tell us everything, we can't try to really understand what happened. And I get that. I understand it. We're just here to bring you with what is out there, the facts that they have provided. We're not here to make stuff up. We're not here to point fingers at anybody. I'm not a detective. I can't say who did it. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to start to do that. <laughs> So if you are doing that, please stop. And again, if you do know something or remembered something, what was that? Two oh something number. It is two zero eight 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 three seven one eight zero. Callers will hear some initial recorded messages. After that, after that, the process of being transferred to an operator begins. There are two prompts. For the first prompt, press one for tips. Currently highlighted in the news. For the second prompt, press four to provide information about the Moscow, Idaho homicides. Again, this is not for you to call in with your wild theory. Right. I mean, this Christmas for all those friends and families of them is going to be really hard. Not that Thanksgiving wasn't, but I mean, also, whoever did it, whether it's one or two or ten people, people don't keep secrets very well. Holidays or you're at the bar or whatever, you, you know, someone might not brag about it, but sometimes fucked up people do shit like that, but you never know. That gruesome, and they do believe that whoever did this, the knife is like their prize, and they... Or their trophy or whatever. Trophy, prize, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... They're proud of what they did. They have to tell someone. They're going to have to tell someone. They're not going to keep this to themselves forever. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't necessarily be suspicious of everyone. But, you know, if, if someone is yapping on the, you know, barstool, a couple seats down or whatever, and you're like, that doesn't sound right. You're just suspicious and... Where of your surroundings. Always. Not just mm-hmm. because of this, but you should always be aware. Again, if you know anyone like who owns or may have been driving a white Hyundai Elantra the night, the morning of the 13th between 3 and 4 a.m., please come forward. Let them know if you were driving that vehicle. Just let them know. Yeah. Like if, something. if you're like, oh, shit, they're looking for that car. That's my car. And I'm like, I'm going to tell them that I have that car, but it's not me. So you can rule mine out. With that, Sarah, you have the floor. Thing Michelle mentioned this at work. And all the articles I could find about it, it's like the same one from CNN that different news stations have shared the same verbiage and everything. Plymouth, Wisconsin, 
A Wisconsin toddler is lucky to be alive after falling about 15 feet onto concrete at a high school wrestling tournament. Kanan, I believe is how you pronounce his name, Kanan Hardenberg, who turns two years old in four months. Why they didn't just say 20 months old when fucking everybody and their brother that has anything under two years old says by months anyway. Um, turns two years old in four months, was with his family last Saturday at Plymouth High School supporting his older brother at a wrestling tournament. They were on the second floor of this high school's gym looking down at the match. A quote from his dad, AJ, said, when I think about it, it's really like a knife tearing through me. When he fell face first... He bruised his eye, or no, excuse me, broke an eye socket and badly bruised skull. The dad was standing at the front of the stairs trying to keep the kid, you know, not obviously restrained, but making sure he doesn't like tumble down the stairs logically like you would do. And then this little one walked up, walked up to the railing and went right through the fucking slats head first because the, the railings are like probably a foot apart. So just a complete accident. Complete accident, yes. But, like, my first statement when Michelle told me this, I'm like, I'd be talking to that fucking school about some shit. Like, the kid wasn't unattended. It's not like he was running amok. I'm surprised no one else has had an issue before. But, yeah, Dad said he was sitting in front of the stairs in what he thought was the best position to stop Kanan from trying to go down them. He walked up to the railing and, with a blink of an eye, stepped through the railings and went down face first. Jennifer... Kanan's mom says the toddler hit the bottom stair about 15 feet below, and then she heard the husband yelling and ran over or whatever because mom was down, like, at the mat, more so watching than dad was, like, watching, but also keeping a small one, trying to keep him corralled. Yeah, taken by a helicopter to Children's Wisconsin. It doesn't say Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. It just called the Children's Wisconsin. Yeah, suffered a broken eye socket and a badly bruised skull. I, we were talking about it at work, that um, I bet it's a good thing he was a toddler. Because he didn't realize he was in danger as he was falling. Like, drunk people don't, like, necessarily register that they're going to get hurt by falling or in a car accident or, you know, whatever. If it was five, six, seven-year-old, you might have realized it. Or an adult falling off of something, you're going to, like, try to brace yourself. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that he didn't get more physical damage than that is insane. Yeah. And he seems okay. Like, there's video of the reporter at the house talking to him and stuff. And, I mean, his eyes all purple and shit. But he uh, was doing okay. There, you can see it's, like, way more black in that picture. Yeah. But, God. He seems super happy still, but, oh, good Lord. And the parents, their quote was, we just hope that our story can reach out to other facilities, along with other families, to show that accidents happen and to please make sure you're looking at your fences. Fences, railings, etc. But there was a GoFundMe set up, apparently. This is at the very bottom. I hadn't even seen it yet. That at the point of this... Oh, the GoFundMe set up for everything. A week ago. Yeah. A week ago has, what, $10,000 raised for them. I mean, again, though, he's he's a lucky little dude that he didn't get no blood. You know, like, he didn't split his skin, it didn't say. Just wait, wait. Just a little little random thing I've got. An interesting story for for next week, but uh, I just gotta get that put in all the right places. And I had reached out to the person oh, spoiler alert, it's a survivor story <laughs> next week, but um, I shout to him to see if he'd answer his questions and he like responded and then he was kind of cryptic weird about it and i was like does that mean you're gonna answer my 
questions or you're just saying I can ask you, but it, it won't matter and you're not going to answer them. I mean, whatever. You go through something, you want to put it past you probably, that's fine. But mm-hmm. I sent the questions and then I saw that it was seen and no reply. So it's fine. I'll go with the quotes he gave the news of the time. But I guess try not to go uh, too cuckoo with shopping and all the random people out causing a ruckus in the stores and traffic and whatnot. You won't catch me there. <laughs> I will take your good vibes, though. I've uh, yes, yes. had back-to-back interviews this last week, and I have more Tuesday. So send me your good vibes. Fingers crossed. Anyways, I hope everyone has a safe and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. I hope it is safe and wonderful. And if you celebrate nothing, still safe and wonderful. Yes. Yes. Um, And remember that we want to tell stories to you and not about you, so stay safe. And this was Hometown Homicide.